We are back at the Bait and Switch Podcast Studios. Our guest today is Greg Shapiro. Yeah, Greg is actually my brother-in-law, and he's had a very successful career in comedy over in the Netherlands, and uh, he's been doing that for about the last 25 years or so. So we got the chance to talk to him about his career over there, and recently he um, had a lot of success with a viral video as the voice of Donald Trump. So you'll get to hear all of that and more. Your podcast starts now. Welcome, this is Richard Wilson. If your seat backs and tray tables are not already in their full upright positions, it's too late. Brace for Impact is the Bait and Switch Podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch Podcast. I am your co-host Jim Martin along with Chris Beyer. Today we have a very special guest. He is uh, an author. Oh, yeah. He's also, oh, yeah, he forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's special already, but I guess yeah. the author makes it very special. He's also a founding member of Boom Chicago, all the way from Amsterdam, Holland. Right? Yeah. Also uh, recently known as the voice of Donald Trump in the video. Oh, the Netherlands Second. Yeah, the Netherlands Second. There right? you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. So this is Greg Shapiro. Also, Hi. probably most well-known for being my brother-in-law. Yeah. That's probably how most people know it. Uh, let's, yeah, full disclosure. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So welcome, Greg. Thanks for coming over from the Netherlands. Yeah, man. Making the trip. Yeah, podcasting is a great thing. Yeah. I've liked the episode so far, so I thought, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, do what, this what thing. You like yeah. this episode so far? It just started. I don't know. It's, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, I'm right? I'm very judgy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the Dutch in me. The Dutch are very open and tolerant, but they are judgmental as hell. Do you uh, do you listen to podcasts? Uh, I do. And uh, in fact, uh, podcasting, I think, uh, started, I mean, the, the name w- was uh, uh, invented by Adam Curry, best known for MTV in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. So it's ironic to me that the term podcasting originated with this Dutch guy, but it, it caught on in, the, in America way more than in the Netherlands. So it's really just in the past couple of years that podcasting has really kind of taken off in okay. the Dutch market. In a, a, a nutshell for your listeners, uh, <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Chicago and went to Amsterdam for one summer uh, to, to join my friends who had started up this comedy theater called Boom Chicago. Did they have a Boom Chicago in Chicago first? No. No, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Brought Chicago to the Netherlands. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, right? And, and, and they asked, uh, you know, would this work? And the Dutch said, no, terrible idea. <laughs> this is horrible. It's, yeah, it's, it's Boom Chicago, uh, and it's Amsterdam, and it's just confusing. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. This Keep makes your money, sense. go home. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, uh, these guys tried it for, uh, um, one summer and that was 93. Uh, I came over the second summer, so technically oh, okay. not a founder, but okay. we all okay. know each other okay. from back, you know, high school days and, right. and then, you know, Northwestern university as well, uh, that we all went to. So yeah, uh, the difference was they had parents who worked there and oh, right. graduated with some money. I graduated with a lot of student loans. <laughs> so, uh, another reason I'm not an owner. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I've, uh, but, you know, surprise, surprise. Uh, I, I went over for one summer, and 25 years later, I, uh, I'm, you know, still there. So, are you a citizen? Of I am now a dual citizen. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Got, well, thanks. Uh, it's like split nationality uh, disorder. 
uh, as I call it, multiple nationality disorder. Uh, you think it's like a hundred percent bonus, like woohoo! Yeah. yeah, most people have one passport. Yeah. I have two passports, yeah, but it. it's like <laughs> I'm never fully at home anywhere. And I get married to a Dutch woman, so you know, basically went for work, stayed for love. Mm-hmm. As, and, and some people do it the other way around, you know. Like, and then I think it's a lot easier if you're actually married to go through the. You know, citizenship. Yeah, to become a citizen, was it a difficult process? or It was difficult enough. I mean, that's what my book is about. Uh, oh, right. yeah. That's and what I was going to say. That's, this is your book, How to Be Orange, right? Yeah. And uh, what, that's your first book. Yeah, okay. in fact, the, the full title is How to Be Orange, Making Dutch People Take Their Own Citizenship Exam. Yeah. Now, the, the Dutch flag is red, white, and blue. That's right. So tell people why orange is the color of the Netherlands. Oh, yeah. Well, there's the House of Orange, and so that's the royal family. So, the, in fact, the founder of the country uh, is uh, Wilhelmus von Nassau, William of Orange. And, um, uh, yeah, he was like the leader of the uh, Dutch Revolution against the Spanish Empire, in you know 1500s all the way you know it was the 80 years war so went all the way up to 1648 and uh now that's a war yeah right <laughs> and uh it's it's a great story uh of uh, william of orange There's i call him bill book. yeah yeah bill sure. of orange that's... billy <laughs> if you get to know him <laughs> yeah you know right. <laughs> um yeah i actually wrote uh, a foreword from william of orange i guess I was inspired by sure. yeah. I was inspired by uh, John Stewart's book America okay. with a foreword by Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, you now you're promoting another book, but so yeah. let's, back to your book. I'm yeah. really, I mean, the Bible is also <laughs> yeah, right. just great writing. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> is there a foreword to the Bible? I don't remember who is it written by. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Oh uh, wow! <laughs> who does he I ask? Mean, right. Yeah, I mean the New Testament would have to have a foreword by Moses. Sure. That would be, that would be right? sense, I always right. thought the New Testament was kind of like the Godfather Part 2. Everybody liked Godfather Part 2 even yeah. better than the first part. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of a sequel. Or it the really, Star yeah. Trek movies, right? The Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Better than Star Trek. Well, yeah. I mean, New Testament, yeah, the, Wrath of even Khan numbered right. Testaments are always better <laughs> than the odd numbered You know, that's testaments. a good point. That's a good point. Everywhere you look. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're talking about becoming a citizen. Do you have to yeah. take courses and civics in right yeah we in in dutch uh you know citizenship cal- classes they called it uh you know uh, assimilation course or mm-hmm. the in cursus <laughs> ah. and most important is you have to sort of have some mastery of the dutch language right uh <laughs> which you just demonstrated yes. uh right some there. mastery yeah right. uh, yeah I, are you uh, fluent uh, okay mit de harde g do you need a yeah, napkin or a I know. phoenix or something? It is disgusting, this language. I keep telling Dutch people, like, you know your language is awful to listen to, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how do you find this book if you, uh, uh, if you want to buy it? My book, How to Be Orange, is available on Amazon. And the sequel is called How to Be Dutch, uh, the quiz. All the questions that I think should be on the Dutch exam. It, it, it's honestly, it's a lot of the same kind of material. Uh, I've repurposed it as a quiz. Sure. And uh, and the photo funnies are great. There's so many names that don't translate very well. Like the National Airline of the Netherlands in English is pronounced Killem. Um, yeah, not a great name for a good marketing strategy. Safety. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Now you you've got a connection with another one of our previous guests. Sure, Mitch. Right. Mitch, we just uh, how do you say his last name? Teich. Mitch Teich. Teich. Yep. Teich. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Right, which Teich. means pond. Teich. Yeah, I didn't know if you knew that, but in no. Germany means pond. We found that out. Oh, I had no idea. But uh, Mitch yeah. Teich, yeah. Okay, so, that's and, great. And, uh, who is uh, who is host of 
a program on the right. local Milwaukee affiliate of NPR right. at uh, WUWM in Milwaukee. Yeah. And, and the show's seven. called yeah. Lake Effect. Lake Effect, that's and right. you, this he brings us to you, that. you were a guest on Lake Effect. Yeah, that was last year, 2017, right? Yep. And that was about the uh, phenomenon of this uh, uh, <laughs> this video, which was so great. It was so fantastic. <laughs> uh, yes, I, uh, you know, I was, was a- doing this Trump voice, right? And then they asked me to do this video, the, the voice for uh, the video. So the official title is what? Uh, is the Netherlands welcomes Donald Trump in his own words. And then it's just become known as the Netherlands second video from the payoff line. Uh, we know it's going to be America first, but can we just say the Netherlands second? <laughs> and, no, uh, no yeah. this was part of a different show, right? Uh, this was indeed uh, part of the, let's call it the John Oliver show of the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the, yeah, the John Oliver of Dutch market is Arjen Lubach. Uh, and he's also from the improv scene in uh, Amsterdam. So yeah, we've known each other on and off uh, for years. And so he's got his own show. Yeah. yeah. So this is the improv scene that just wasn't going to make it. That's uh, never yeah, right. Make it, right? Yeah, that's not yeah. Gonna, that's not well, there's work. there was you know there was a Dutch language uh, improv scene, so so you guys are competitors, button heads a little bit. Maybe every... I don't know. It was always kind of like different pond over sure. there, a different tyke, if you will. Yeah, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> but you weren't going to take that. I was. <laughs> oh man, there you go. Uh, <laughs> was this like a side project for you, or are yeah, you employed project. on that show? Is oh that, right, you... no, no. To clear it up, uh, yeah, the, the writing was all them, you know, and they just said, "Do you? We, we know you do with this voice. Do you want to try this video?" Uh, and and yeah, I saw, I saw the script, and it was like you know, grab him by the pony, and I thought, <laughs> oh, that's this could be good. Yeah, yeah this, right. This could be good. So uh, and it was just nice to um, sort of mark that very you know surreal occasion yeah. uh, of the inauguration and uh, yeah, you know and, right. and we did it on a Saturday as he had the inauguration on Friday we recorded it on the Saturday and then they uh, had the broadcast on uh, Sunday and then yeah by Monday it was uh, you know, all over people place. saying like yeah. have you seen this thing yeah going through the roof and people were sending me the link you know like have you seen oh, yeah. this have you seen this this is yeah. great yeah. It's, about, it's about Dutch stuff yeah. it's about America you would love this yeah right that's you're, funny. you're right <laughs> so yeah obviously they call those viral videos how many people have seen this thing uh, right it adds up to somewhere around 50 million that's amazing and then wow. and then the really cool thing was the <laughs> the copycat versions right yeah uh, i was gonna ask you about that yeah, yeah. How, how do you feel like uh were you like excited like yeah look they're they're copying this is great or the was it kind first... of like yeah what are you doing You're oh yeah definitely yeah okay. yeah yeah not even stealing but just i mean i think it was a german show so mm-hmm. it was um neo magazine royale mm-hmm. uh and jan birmerman who, who put up uh a video and like yeah we're totally ripping it off uh and, and i don't know if the first time i saw another country do it i was like Oh, that's yeah, just that's like cheap. sad. Why? Yeah, right. <laughs> what do they say? They say that yeah. uh, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. There you go. Right? And that's yeah. why I was wondering, yeah. how does it actually feel? Because they say that. The, yeah. first, somebody was... <laughs> the first reaction was like, ew. Yeah. But yeah, I guess the second reaction was uh, that it was not just one, but like Denmark had joined in in Switzerland and uh, maybe Austria. So all these Germanic speaking countries and it started sort of started a contest basically yeah and this guy uh jan bimmerman in germany said like yeah we're totally making it a contest every country should do their own version and then we'll just uh 
have this unofficial contest. Uh, they called it Every Second Counts. And oh, so every country clever. had their second. Yeah, yeah Germany no, okay. second, Denmark yeah. second. Yeah. <laughs> America first, but which country will be second? Um, Iran was the one that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's just this sort of sad, Farsi Iranian kind of accent. And. Uh, <laughs> Dear Mr. President, please don't bomb us. Uh, <laughs> we know it's like late at night. You're sitting on the toilet with the tweet and, you know, <laughs> Iraq, Iran, it's just one letter difference. So <laughs> we're nervous. Oops, we're nervous. <laughs> oh, I think the payoff was, uh, I think the payoff was like, we're not even asking to be second. <laughs> just ahead of Iraq. <laughs> as long as Iraq is last. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that was good. And yeah. then there were some funny ones, you know, from Brits, Australians. Um, yeah. As right. a result of this exposure, did it lead to any opportunities for you? Oh, sure. Oh, man. It was so fun. Uh, in fact, I got a lot of requests to do other countries' videos. Uh, but, you know, I didn't, uh, I had a kind of understanding with the Dutch guys, like, this is an exclusive thing. Okay. Um, and it turns out the guy who did the other Trump voice for a lot of those countries is an American. And I think he's based in Florida. I forget his name. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, we don't want to talk about him cause we're not promoting fair him. Fair enough. Yeah. Not yeah. the guy that had that, uh, <laughs> did a great job though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not the guy that did the president show on. That's Anthony that Atamanik. Yeah, that's the guy. He's no, no, no. He's oh, okay. he's different. Sorry. Yeah, Anthony Atamanik is great. He's um, uh, God. He's he looks you know pudgy like Trump. I, I look nothing like Trump. It's weird. My hands are large too. It's yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> but uh, no, Anthony's great. He's doing the president's show. He's an improviser uh, from New York, and he passed through Amsterdam as well. So what? anyway, yeah. No, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of work uh, these days for Trump. Sure. Uh, Trump imitators. Uh, yeah. So 25 years of a lot of work anywhere with uh, with Boom Chicago yeah. and then you were with Comedy Central in the Netherlands. Oh, right? yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, you've done a lot of other voiceovers and everything. And then this is kind of the thing that took off. feels like it's one of those things where people say, it was an overnight success. A couple things I would ask. First of all, how does it feel to have that thing be the thing that sort of uh, gave you a lot more exposure, right? You know, the viral yeah. thing is more uh, global, I yeah. guess, right? Yeah, well, uh, I guess that gets me into my global ambition. Uh, because, indeed, I uh, I guess to go back to the you know early days of Boom Chicago mm -hmm. and making that decision to commit to this, this other market, you know. Sure. Uh, and, and, you know, okay, yes, I got married to a Dutch woman, but that didn't mean necessarily we were going to live in the Netherlands. Right. Um, as it turns out, my first time having her visit uh, <laughs> the United States was for Christmas, hey, Christmas break. Nice. And then we actually scheduled a couple weeks off. Like, well, let's just stay over there for a little bit. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I You're got over here and I realized... Here. All the way over here, you might just stay a little while, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, my... my uh, then girlfriend's uh, first impression of the United States was Chicago in January, Ooh. and yeah, <laughs> that was not a good marketing no. strategy either. No, <laughs> it seemed like maybe, uh, maybe let's not move over here so quickly. Um, I don't know. It was a lot of my colleagues who uh, came over uh, and ended up doing very well for themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Seth Meyers is a big one. Like a lot of people don't know, he started his career. <laughs> In 97, right. in, in Amsterdam. Uh, Jordan Peele is another one. Yeah, those, and those are both boom guys, right? Yeah, they yeah. started their mm -hmm. careers in Amsterdam. They, they, 
they moved to the Netherlands to become specifically part of this group, right. or yeah, they did. Okay. To uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Ike Barinholtz is up there, Kay Cannon. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so um, th- that happened after I uh, made the decision to sort of commit to the Dutch market and, and staying there. Right. So yeah, I got a show on Comedy Central in the Netherlands uh, and was working with this comedy show, you know, uh, Netherlands Second, you know, in the Netherlands, still doing shows at Boom Chicago. And yeah, and it is great. But yeah, um, the question, I guess, is with a viral worldwide thing uh, like Netherlands Second video, is that a chance to break out? Maybe, I mean, because my, my ambition now is to have a, a like a daily show for the EU, mm-hmm. okay. uh, and it's right now on YouTube. It's just it's a YouTube show. It's called uh, United States of Europe, mm-hmm. okay. and so that is going on. <laughs> it's on YouTube, and it's yeah. uh, how when did you start this? It's it started actually around the around 2014. So okay. it's coming up on five years now. Yeah. I've, I've been just um, yeah, seeing what. Uh, what a YouTube show is really. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a half-hour format, you know. But I still have that. <laughs> if anyone wants that, I've got it ready. You're uh, a uh, you're a writer performer. You're the guy at the desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a man of many hats. Yeah, right. I mean, and and interviewing uh, folks, and uh, it seems like we're getting this sort of network together okay. of. Right. Uh, the Hungarian American comedian who's in Vienna, for example, uh, the uh, Greek comedian, you know, who speaks English, who's in Athens, uh, is is great, you know. And we've got, um, geez, uh, the American who's in London as well. And uh, so, yeah, we're getting yeah. this. You know, if you need a correspondent, like I'll do a correspondent piece for your thing. Right. Uh, we kind of uh work that way um, yeah i was gonna say it's kind of you know going back to the sort of yeah. daily show idea right yeah Where they had their correspondence clearly in the studio right, right. with the green screens behind you guys actually have correspondence around the world on the street and, right. yeah and so it's uh it's an experiment work in progress but indeed i kind of hope that um that with the success uh, uh and this sort of you know the phenomenon of, of Netherlands Second Video, which is everybody kind of enjoying jumping on right. this bandwagon yeah, of like, right. let's troll this guy. Yeah, uh, That was not the intention. And I think the first original video didn't really troll Trump. It was making fun of the Netherlands, you know, and, and it wasn't, accent, right? it wasn't, it certainly wasn't, it wasn't overtly critical, you know, it was teasing. And, but I've even heard right. Trump supporters say, you know, that video. That's uh, a good one. That's yeah. pretty funny. Right. That, oh, yeah. And I mean, and that's great if you yeah. can yeah. Uh, make each and other was, laugh across that divide. Yeah, <laughs> obviously right. the voice, you know, the voice is very distinct. So had you been doing Trump prior to this? Oh, sure. Yeah. In fact, um, okay, so my colleague, sort of my main contact at, at Boom Chicago is Pep. Uh, Pep Rosenfeld. Oh, we're yeah. familiar with Pep. Yeah, you know, Pep. he's... Uh, <laughs> Well, he is a founder of Boom Chicago, mm-hmm. and uh, and and yet we Vested. also know each other from high school. We wrote the, we wrote the High School Musical, you know, back uh, in Evanston in the eighties. <laughs> so we've been writing together for a long time. Nice. He uh, took some time off, actually, around the two thousand season, to to write for Weekend Update for Saturday Night Live. And actually, oh, okay. let me stop you for a second. Did yeah. you actually write the High School Musical thing? No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, I mean, High School Musical. 
Oh, actual yeah. high school music. Yeah, in, in it high was school. Okay, for a second, yeah. I thought you were talking about the high school, the high school right. musical oh, I'm show. I'm sorry. Yeah. I wish, yeah. No, no, then you would have had a problem. Yeah. yeah. Then why did we not lead with that? Right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah, I thought <laughs> back a, up here. That's yeah. a good point. That's kind of the burying the lead yeah. kind of thing, right? <laughs> like, oh, and by the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so sorry. That this guy was president of the United States, but no, let's <laughs> yeah, right. talk about his credit. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of the show <laughs> Hamilton, but we were, yeah, we were right. involved with that. We'll talk about that, that later. Funny? To put that on your resume, High School Musical. Yeah. It was a High School yeah, Musical. Right. <laughs> the, I mean, I didn't capitalize it. Yeah. <laughs> you put the capitals in, <laughs> man. I didn't. I didn't. That wasn't me. <laughs> That's on you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Uh, when I was with uh, this, this uh, writing partner, uh, you know, we started doing a show about the presidential election in 2000 and then uh, 2004, uh, 2008. We did a show just called Bye Bye Bush that was, you know, about the Obama phenomenon. Oh, yeah. uh, we came back in 2012 and then, yes, 2016, we did a show called Trump Up the Volume. Uh, and actually, at that point, it was called Angry White Men. Uh, Trump up the volume. Oh, okay. because yeah, whether it was Bernie Sanders or uh, Donald Trump, uh, or Both angry, some of the yeah, angry and white, and uh, yeah. and and in the Netherlands as well. You know, there's the same kind of politics of fear that the demographics are just fundamentally changing, and some of these traditionally white male, you know, majority countries mm. are not are trending. <laughs> More uh, POC, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, in the Netherlands as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot of immigration. And um, <laughs> they invited a lot of people of color, Yeah, uh, you know, from the uh, Surinamese uh, ex-colony or the uh, Aruba, for example, you know, the Caribbean islands mm-hmm. that are Dutch colonies, Dutch properties, sorry. Sure. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was Tom Rhodes, who uh, the comedian who had a joke about that. Like, I come and tour, you know, in the Netherlands every few years, and <laughs> seems like, uh, oh yeah, you hate the Indonesians from that colony. I come back, and then you hate the Surinamese, you know, from another colony. And now you're mad at the Moroccans, and then, and then the Turks, and the, isn't that great? You just change up the racism every few years you know it's <laughs> give everybody a little bit yeah, right. you know you gotta keep it the heat fresh up. yeah you, you right. don't want to discriminate yeah yeah you know? <laughs> every and then he's like oh i think it goes on then he's like uh oh yeah i, I always miss the uh the drawing, the official drawing, you know, it's like when they choose the location of the Olympics or something, you know, they pull a name out of a, out of a hat. And now we're all going to be mad at the Belgian people. Yeah, we hate Belgium now. And that's a joke because they've always hated Belgium. <laughs> the, uh, uh, you do Trump. Do you do other voices that we would know? Oh, man. Yeah, I guess so. If it's a podcast, then let's we can get into that. Um <laughs> You know, what translates well is uh, some of these uh, voices, you know, of presidents. Um, I studied Obama enough. You know, I did like the white Obama. Is it wrong for a uh, white man to sound uh, like a black man who is trying to sound like a white man? Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, he's a professor from uh, University of Chicago. Um, He started uh, in Kenya, but... Uh, he did. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or Indonesia. I forget where it yeah. was. <laughs> he was totally born in Kenya. I don't care what they say about Hawaii. Totally fake. And Bush. I did Bush. Yeah. Okay. I want to hear so, Bush. So, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, for a long time, we started getting requests, you know, about this American president from... <laughs> 
back in the day. Uh, I mean, you got Will Ferrell who was doing him, and there was a great podcast, which was, God, what was that? The Bush Update or something. It, there was someone who did a podcast as Bush. It was a weekly thing. And, I mean, as Will Ferrell would make him sound kind of not too smart, mm-hmm. there was this guy who was just kind of like, I am the decider. I makes the decision. And I am I am who revealed the decision of who is the decider. And it is me. Uh, so it really took it to... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, <laughs> if you thought George Bush was dumb, you you know, and uh, seen nothing yet. Oh my God! Yeah, what was? Uh, oh, and but I mean, he did say all these. It's it's true that he said it's getting hard these days for a man to put food on his family. Uh, <laughs> is our children learning? Yeah, right. And, uh, and oh, the other and, thing was the don't get fooled again, right? I mean, oh uh, yeah, there was another one, right? right yeah, that was once, you know, wasn't it? Shame on me, yeah. twice, don't get fooled again. I, confused. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the dot dot yeah. dot, yeah, right, yeah. I just thought it should be uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, cut it out. Yeah, yeah. right. Knock <laughs> it off. Yeah. Sort of like have your cake and eat it too. Like yeah, I've never understood that one. You know, right. you know what? Uh, but uh, I know the derivation of that or yeah. origin. We say have your cake and eat it too, yeah. right? Yeah. I was watching the TV show The Unabomber. Okay. And the Unabomber was from the Chicago area. Ted Kaczynski? Yeah, you know him well, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right? We go way Teddy. back. Teddy was from... <laughs> oh, my God, Teddy. Where did he go wrong? But he, uh, he, was a, he was big into entomology of word, and he studied classical language. But the original phrase is not have your cake and eat it too. It's... It's eat your cake and have it too, or something like that. It's a, a little reverse. So anyway, huh. in his manifesto, huh. he used that phrase, the correct phrase. Okay. And they were able to track down the schools of people that know it. It helped to narrow down who this guy was. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, the Unabomber was going. Do you do, oh, do, you do a postal. Unabomber impression? Let's hear that. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just a Chicago guy named Teddy Kaczynski. I mean, come on. The Bears? I remember. Yeah, right? He was a Comiskey back for the disco demolition, you know? Yeah. I'm backing up a little bit. Now, sure. Boom, Chicago. Yeah, celebrating is, 25 years this year. It's yeah, that's great. The uh, yeah. closest equivalent would be Second City. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, Boom, Chicago, it's fair to say, got its inspiration from Second City. We grew up in Chicago, you know, northern suburbs, fine. But when we would go down into the city and, like, watch the Second City show, can we stay for this, you know, improv set afterward? Like, ooh, ooh yeah, right. either staying up for uh, Saturday Night Live on the weekend or, uh, you know, to go see the origin of Saturday Night Live, which came from Second City in Chicago. So, yeah, we wanted to set up a, um, a comedy theater like that somewhere not Chicago. And, uh, and, and... Uh, Success. Yeah. Where was... Um, what was the other thing? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Second City uh, Swap. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Yep. The, the whew, 2002 and 2003, uh, Second City Theater sent their main stage show abroad uh, to Amsterdam, to our theater uh, at Boom Chicago. And then we took our show to the main stage um, at Second City. Oh, really? That was a dream come true. For how yeah, long that, was that? Yeah, no that kidding. was like a week at a time. And yeah, we did it two years in a row, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, that was like the only time ever 
that Second City Theater decamped <laughs> right. and swapped with some other That's, comedy theater. It was really cool. I was going to say, how cool for you? Like you said, yeah. kind of dream come true, right? This is your, and, and here you are, and yeah. kind of like, yeah, we, you know, we did it. Right? That's, that's really it was awesome. always yeah. my dream to be on Second City main stage, and um, I didn't work my way up the ranks of Second City to do that, but it was really cool just for that one week in 2003 that yeah. I got to join in and do that show. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That was Brendan Hunt. Uh, it was in LA now, and, and Jordan Peele mm-hmm. was in that show as well. Mm-hmm. And in fact, that's where he met Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they did Key and Peele together yep. oof, about 10 years after that, and uh, I think that I think that show, I that's where I I met Jordan for like a, a oh that's brief right second, and he was just about to go to Mad TV right because he was telling us like yeah I got this gig with Mad TV it was yeah. really cool and that's and that was sort of you know sort of where wow he yeah moved he on started there, Mad TV yeah. in two thousand three so in late two thousand three yeah yeah. yeah 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 what about uh, Seth Meyers Seth Meyers and uh, Pete Gross came out together and Pete Gross you might know from the President Show because he's he plays. Pence. Oh, okay. On, on the President yeah. Show. Is uh, he the guy Central. that's on the, uh, yeah. the Sonic commercial? Sonic. You'll know him from Sonic. Yeah. Wait, wait, don't tell me on NPR. Oh, so Pete I thought you were saying, wait, wait, also... don't tell me. I'm like, don't tell me anything. <laughs> Okay. Um, he does yeah. the Sonic commercial. He's the he's a straight man. I guess so. On the Sonic commercial. Um, yeah, he and TJ Jagodowski. So, yeah. yeah, he's well known from that. But anyway, so yeah, Seth and Pete were kind of a, a writing duo when they came over together in 97. They knew each other from Northwestern University. And uh, Allison Silverman was in that year as well. She went on to uh, work on different late night talk shows and ended up creating the Colbert Report with Stephen Colbert. So, yeah, those guys did very well from the class of 97 in Amsterdam. Um, uh, but yeah, Seth uh, stuck around for a couple of years. Uh, he ended up doing a duo show with a woman, Jill Benjamin, uh, based on their, their uh, experience doing an improv act. They were school edutainers, you know? Mm-hmm. Principal comes out, all right, difficult students. Uh, you know, we don't know what to do with you guys, honestly, so we've hired these two uh, to take over the school day. They end up uh, just with this sort of adversarial relationship with the audience. They end up uh, <laughs> hurling abuse at each other. <laughs> and so that became a whole show, and that's how Seth got Saturday Night Live, actually. Okay. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Boom Chicago in Amsterdam. Yeah. Friday night, Saturday night show. I mean, how does that... Sure. We uh, normally do... Golly. We used to do, I don't know, how many shows a week? You know, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, no, these days it's um, two different theaters, you know, so it's always a little bit something uh, different. But the main show is, yeah, like uh, Wednesday uh, through Saturday and uh, uh, improv stuff on Sunday. So... Oh, okay. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to introduce themselves to Greg Shapiro's ah. uh, style of oh, comedy and, you know, something... Sure. The United States of Europe is probably where yeah, they should start, YouTube, right? I mean, that uh, would be... YouTube.com Greg Shapiro. Okay. That's my channel, and that's YouTube, uh, that's United States of Europe is there. Right. Yeah. Because right. I know, I mean, you know, I, I hear little bits and pieces of all the stuff that you're doing and, and everything. And I know there's your voiceovers and, and, you know, commercials and the Comedy Central thing for a while and the YouTube. And, I mean, there's, you're busy with a lot of stuff. So yeah. would that be – that would be a good central point to start from. Yeah, and, please yeah. go to my YouTube channel yeah. and uh, have a look. And 
Uh, <laughs> I've had to say that uh, if I am doing more, you know, professional, commercial, corporate, whatever, you know, the <laughs> the views expressed on my own personal YouTube channel are my own. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say are not necessarily the views are, on myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to say there. Yeah. yeah. They don't reflect on my, I don't know, corporate persona gotcha so. <laughs> gotcha any, any other companies they may yeah. represent i did i mean i've done i don't know i've done mcdonald's commercials and coca-cola you know sugar water i used to have a kind of a moral dilemma i don't know mm -hmm. but i i'm like it really really made good money yeah <laughs> to uh, help my kids you know yeah, go right. to school right. so i'm okay with that the only problem i had yesterday was we were watching the mlb game yeah and there was an ad for hey man roundup is great for my backyard and right, i'm like right. isn't that monsanto glyphosate yeah that right. we're putting in our own backyards <laughs> right, now right. Which yeah, was not you, by the way. We should clarify. That I was thought, not you. Yeah, on that I, I, you are, I, thought I you think I would have had to turn that job down. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But meanwhile, Roundup is great. It kills, <laughs> it kills the dandelions. And, but these are my own opinions. These are <laughs> the ones, not Monsanto's. Not necessarily the, the opinions of the Bait and Switch podcast. <laughs> <Right>. or, <laughs> the ones you mentioned, the commercials, these are yeah. all for uh, for Dutch TV or are they for A U.S. market? A lot of, oh, man. It's always been a pet peeve of mine that I'll hear some voice of, you know, like, you know, Lighten up your day, Coca-Cola lights. And I'm like, you could have gotten a native, yeah, right. <laughs> native English speaker for that. Yeah. So, yes, a lot of stuff in the Dutch market uh, is, is my voice. I've done, you know, Clinton voice, Bush voice, whatever. Um, geez, there was like, <laughs> back in the 90s, I think someone wrote a line like, we need a Clinton voice. Can you do that? I was like, well, what, what's the line? And it was like, uh, you need our deodorant spray. You know, I recommend it for all my interns because when you work in my White House, you're going to be sweating. <laughs> you know, like, oh, sure, I'll do that. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, okay. Yeah, Bush no. did not sell very well. Oh, really? By the way, no, yeah. No yeah, good. Like, have a break, have a Kit Kat for Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't uh, work as well. No, no. And we don't want him associated <laughs> with our product. Uh, yeah, and I just did a, a voiceover for um, Trump for like the Daily Show of the of German market, um, oh, okay. which is the Heute Show, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, they have like Heute a, meaning today in the German. Today Show, mm -hmm. and, which is weekly, so it's super <laughs> ironic, <laughs> right? And uh, anyway, but yeah, they um, uh, they have a recurring theme of uh, Trump's diary, and oh, uh, nice. Yeah, this time uh, you can probably look it up uh, on the Heute Show YouTube, but. Uh, yeah, they had a joke about uh, just showing the week of uh, Trump and Macron and what they got up to. And, you know, they planted the tree in the Crazy kids. in the White House garden. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, the line they had for me is like, we buried ex-FBI director James Comey. Uh, together with Macron, very special moment. Uh, <laughs> and you see them, you know, like patting down the dirt. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I thought, oh, yeah, <laughs> I should be writing these. So so I do write my own, and yeah. you can check out uh, the YouTube uh, for that. Yeah, yeah, cool. So I got a couple of uh, – I got a bunch of questions about the business. Yeah, sort of. of course. Yeah, uh, let's do in, that. In terms of like um, – well, let me start with the president's question. Uh -huh. So every time there's – you know, an election. There's yeah. new people who come out. You yeah. have to start making the voices. So how do you go about actually coming up with voices that sound reasonable? Wow. You know, listening a lot. And to them or yourself or both? Uh, to them. Okay. And sometimes, yeah, just there's a weird technique you can do of putting on headphones and, you know, recording yourself 
uh, while listening, you know, just to that other voice. Oh, okay, and sure. So, and then you listen to yourself back afterward. Uh-huh. Fair warning. <laughs> Occupational hazard, right? Right. If you haven't, if you're not used to hearing yourself, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sound like that. Yeah. Initially, when we started this podcast, and I started editing and listening to my voice, I'm going to talk deeper here. Right. Yeah. Uh, couldn't stand thought, it. Jeez, I sound like an idiot. Yeah. yeah just couldn't stand I, it. I probably do still. But I'm used to being the idiot self that I am now, so ah. I'm okay. Yeah. Now, and, now I'm getting used to it. I'm, yeah. I'm getting used to yeah. it, so it doesn't, you know, yeah, yeah. it doesn't bother me as much. Although we talked off mic before about how certain verbal tics or certain crutches you have drive you nuts when yeah, you yeah. hear yourself saying over and over again. I've heard myself say several times actually as we've been doing this. That, right, right. I say that all the right, right, sure, right. You know, wow. That's another one I get. Yeah, yeah. Personality. Right. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> So, but, uh, yeah, so see, with the president, okay, so you, I can see you can it, get very self conscious, yeah, you know, but right. but that is kind of it, it, it is a it's work, <laughs> sure, but it does work, <laughs> sure, right. Yeah. Oh, so, here's a, here's another question about this, too. Yeah, in your head, like we just talked about how in our heads our voice don't sound the same, yeah, do you sound like Trump in your head when you do Trump, or do you have to say, like, no, I have to turn it into this voice in my head in order to translate it there to you? There is that something technical it. about it, yeah. Know? I mean, and if you want to get really technical, it, it depends on the recording device and okay. how much compression you're using or uh-huh. you know uh eq afterward and stuff yeah um so yeah i was working with the semi-professional studio to do that original video but even when oh, i yeah. listen back i'm thinking oh, i've done stuff since then that sounds technically more like you know trump mm-hmm. um yeah he's he's got you know this kind of uh uh He's got a sort of a high pitched thing that he does, you know, and sometimes he drops down low, you know. But uh, and then and the way the way that he holds his mouth is just so bizarre. So anyway, we were talking about how yeah, he's the words he says are typical New Yorker, you know, sentiment. You know, you go to New York and it's like we got all the best stuff. You know, it's so great here. We get you know, world's greatest, world's best. You don't need to be anyplace else. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's not how Trump sounds. The, the words are trumps but he sounds more like a california surfer dude somehow (laughs) and yeah you know like we are gonna go you know we're gonna slap on some suntan you know we're gonna go hang ten all day we're gonna shred so it's gonna be so gnarly it's gonna be so tubular it's gonna be fantastic uh yeah yeah and um that kind of helped helped clue me in at one point. Sure. Like he does not sound like a typical New Yorker. Right. Kind of sounds more like Owen Wilson. I don't know. Oh, sure. He, yeah. yeah. And the ironic bit is that you know he he's a New Yorker who has to sound like a Californian to get elected. But you know it's anywhere but New York and California that actually got him elected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, you know, as a uh, when you're doing an impersonation. You don't necessarily want to be spot on. You want to exaggerate something that sure. the listener can grab onto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the the I don't know Anthony Tamanik uh, from the President Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he makes him almost drunk. You know. Yeah. How about uh, were you working on your Hillary? Just oh in my case. god! Uh, no, that was my partner Pep <laughs> Rosenfeld. You know, he drew the unlucky card that time. Hey man, in 2012, I was working on Mitt Romney. Uh, oh sure, yeah, fantastic. I was ready for that to happen. Uh, I guess you know, uh, you know ten thousand dollar bet I'll lose, uh, and then he did. So yeah, uh, 
But yikes. Yeah, we um <laughs> he he ended up doing a version of Hillary Clinton cuz Hillary is from Park Ridge, Illinois. And uh, Pep's mom is like the also from right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Hillary Clinton is the Unabomber, is what we're saying. Uh, and there's a lot of aggression, you know, that yeah, needs lot, to. Yeah. I don't know if you I saw the original it. Unabomber drawing. They had the the hoodie on, right? But then it was a pantsuit underneath that. A pantsuit. Yeah, which is so that curious. Makes sense That's now. very curious, you know. But you never see that part of it. Right. They always right. leave that out. Fake news. Yeah, man. <laughs> So, uh, isn't that funny? If they would reveal that the Unabomber is actually Hillary Clinton, everybody, instead of being like, what? They'd be like, oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Who didn't see that coming? Right, right, right. So, I guess there's a lot of people on her list. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So, you got any uh, other questions for Greg? No, now you're uh, you're in town for a visit, and you go back. Yeah, uh, you said your main gig is the Boom Chicago thing, right? Yeah, that is an and ongoing. You do the, uh, the the YouTube show, YouTube show as you a weekly. Uh, yeah, and you got the book. The book is a couple of Two years books. old, and then the newer one is yeah uh, more recently from uh, yeah 2016. And so, how to be Dutch? The book. What about another book? The main project I'm working on next would be a solo show in the Netherlands called The Madness of King Donald. And it's also going to be a little bit about the European elections that are coming up. But anyway, so, yeah, that's um, my next big project is coming up in the Dutch market and maybe going pan-European. And after that, (laughs) then we take over America. That's right. So I was going to say my uh, experience with the EU... Uh, is this. So we were in Europe last year to right. visit you guys, right? Yeah. And we stayed in Switzerland, and we stayed oh, yeah. uh, like northern Switzerland. So um, you know, back when I was in Germany, you know, I mentioned that earlier, yeah. there was a big deal. Like, you cross the border, you better have your passport. Right. They're going to inspect you and all this stuff. So we're driving around in uh, Switzerland, yeah. <laughs> and suddenly the GPS directs us over this river. And then I see a welcome to Germany sign. That yeah. And I think that like, was a border. Oh my God. I didn't I don't have my passport. I don't have it. Like I was freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we gonna do about wow. this passport? Harper's yeah. like, just settle down. Right. You know, we're just gonna go. Yeah. Then we go to the I Aldi. Want you to settle down right now. Right. No, I'm getting <laughs> upset. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Just breathe deeply. All right. <laughs> okay, all right. I think I can continue. But so we turn around and I'm like, okay, now we're in trouble, guys. This is a stick shift car, right? Oh, yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm not used to driving stick. So we cross back over to the over the river and okay. here I'm sweating bullets. And they got the border guards there. They got somebody pulled over. So we kind of passed them. Okay. Nobody stops us. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, good, guys. We're, we're, we, I think we're safe. We're good. <laughs> and, and I stall the car. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. This is very suspicious now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, then when I got it going again. His tires squealed, you know, because I wanted, didn't want to stall the car. <laughs> kind of peeled out. Go, go, go. go. So, so we, we got out of there. And, oh, uh, man. It turns out. Yeah. This European Union thing. Yeah. You don't care about your passport anymore. Well, I mean, Switzerland is not part of the EU. I was going to say, yeah. You know, that's a, still, that's a good point because they still had the Swiss francs. Well, the reason they ended up leading you, letting you back into the country is because, you know, if you want to get into Switzerland, if you're having trouble with your manual transmission, because you just leave it in neutral. I was, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I was waiting for that joke. Damn it, I was just going to say it. If you go to Switzerland, it's neutral. I Actually, the other joke I was going to say was, uh, you know, I went to Mexico and I got a manual transmission. Okay. Uh, different. Yeah, and then I went to Israel. I had an Emmanuel transmission. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so there you go. Over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to segue into one last thing here. 
One thing I've heard is that in the Netherlands, uh, that they're the tallest average population in the world. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah I think I've heard guy. that. How also. tall are you? Uh, oh, right, I'm like two meters tall. I'm uh, six four. Six four and it, six five. Really, being six foot is not a big deal over there. There's a lot. Uh, of that. Your right? wife is six three, six two. No, Inez. She's about. Well, yes, six. I guess she's a bit over six feet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I felt right at home. Yeah, uh, right. When I got over there, I mean, um, I guess part of the book I was talking about was, um, you know, the first day I showed up in the Netherlands, and it was like the first warm day, uh, and it's actually now it's an unofficial holiday that they call it Rokjesdag, or like the, the day that you showed up is now an official yeah. holiday. Yeah, right. That's, that's How about that? No, no, sorry. There's this um, unofficial day, and they call it miniskirt day or whatever. It's like the first day that it's warm enough. That you can rock the mini skirt, you know. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, I'm just looking at these long <laughs> legs. Yeah. It seemed like this uh, unofficial parade that was organized in my honor. You know, <laughs> welcome to Amsterdam. Yeah. Look at our legs. Look at our legs, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, so it happened to be that day. Yeah, it was that day. Yeah, right. It was like the first warm day of the year. Um, so anyway. Um, yeah, I guess that's uh, you know, how they survived because it's flooding all the time over there. So. Yes, the, the the big system of dikes they have over there. How about yeah, the short ones uh, drowned. How uh, about global warming? <laughs> have they had to build these dikes any higher? Has it affected right. the dikes at all? That's a great question. You know, I'm and, full of and them. Um, <laughs> yeah, because um, it's it's a delta area, so they've got uh, the double whammy of all. You know the Rhine water, uh, the the mass. You know, there's three big. We call rivers. it rainwater. We call rainwater. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Your Dutch is starting to slip out a little bit. There. Well, anyway, the right. Rhine is a major river, so. It, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, that was uh, just to, to refer. That was the river that we crossed into Germany. By the way, was is the that Rhine right? Yes, yeah. oh, okay, well, so I mean, well, you, that was well, by the origin of the river, I guess. Probably in the Alps, yeah. Mm-hmm. River name dropping. I don't think that gets any points. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was the Rhine. I've seen the Rhine. Yeah, I've done the Rhine. I don't think in French it's not a river. It's a Flavor. It's ooh, yeah, baby. Ooh. Anyway, uh, but so back so, to your story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It's um, it's it's a lot of water that's always going through the Netherlands, and um, it's got to go somewhere. You know, right. it was in the forties or fifties. They yeah. had a big calamitous flood there. Well, there you go. Sure. I mean, yeah, I took the, the uh, yeah the entrance exam to Didn't become you, a Duchess, right? and so I know all this stuff. It was did, did, you say to a, <laughs> did you take to become a Duchess? A Duchess. Oh, a Duchess. Oh, Duchess. I thought oh, it was a man. Duchess. Duchess exam. But uh, no. Yeah, no, the beauty contest, I think, is the Duchess exam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 1953, there was a terrible flood uh, in, in the Netherlands, and yeah, it was uh, flash flooding and people died, you know. Yeah, uh, wow. And I didn't realize. Really. Yeah, it was so bad that that's the, the origin of these uh, sea wall defenses that they made. Um, to protect the water coming from, you know, the, the surges coming from, uh, you know, sea level rising and mm-hmm. too much water from coming back in. Right. And that is, that's why Dutch people have been hired to help prevent, uh, help with New Orleans and, and yeah, to help prevent mm-hmm. the next Hurricane Katrina. Uh, and on my YouTube show, I interviewed this Dutch guy who was hired by the, uh, then Obama administration to prevent the next Hurricane Sandy. He showed up and they, <laughs> they were bragging, like, we've learned since Hurricane Katrina, okay, because we've already built this breakwater right. off the coast from Manhattan. Yeah. And this will help prevent the next Hurricane Sandy. Oh, uh, but the Dutch guy, thinking holistically, is like, well, so, okay, if it doesn't go to Manhattan, then where does it go? Right. Oh, 
And they were like, well, yeah, I guess New Jersey. (laughs) He said, well, how does New Jersey feel about that? We don't care. And they're, yeah, like, forget about it. Uh, So, yeah, uh, (laughs) I think the Dutch are still doing pretty well uh, with their sea defenses. And um, I don't know. And still, we have a canoe. You know, if uh, just yeah, when right. the floods come, when, when, just, <laughs> yeah. Say, when. Yeah. yeah, we'll float away. Uh, one last thing: what about uh, the phrase "Go Dutch"? What do the Dutch think of the American uh, saying "Go Dutch"? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. Um, poof, going Dutch is you know, it's, it's like splitting the check on a date. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's been a good bit of gender equality that uh, I've experienced in. The Netherlands, or certainly women who know what they want and uh, with their long legs, with their long, yeah, right. They just wrap her right around you. Uh, I got hooked, man. Uh, <laughs> They're paying for the date. They got the skirt on. What the heck? Yeah, right. What's not to love? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but the language is a turnoff. But oof. Well, so we appreciate you stopping in, Greg. Okay, happy taking editing. time off of your. Oh, by the way, the reason Greg is here. Mm-hmm. 50th birthday for Greg this in May. Coming up in May. I'm celebrating my 50th birthday in an unforgettable way. So I thought, yeah, I'd I'd come over to the States and uh, have a family reunion. Right, right. (laughs) Stop by the studios and, you know, do a little interview for his 50th birthday. This is the only work I'm doing while I'm here. Yeah, that's great. And this won't pay, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) So happy birthday, Greg. Thanks again for coming. Thank you, guys. uh, Yeah. appreciate you stopping by. And uh, yeah, bait and switch. Uh, Long live bait and switch. Indeed. Yeah. Let's count down the music. Here we go. Go. Oh, the music, right? And in three, three two, two, one, music. Uh, nice seeing you again. We'll see you, who Isn't knows, in 50 years. All right, I guess uh, so. <laughs> for your 100th. Thank you, guys. All right, All wrap right. it up. Thanks, Greg. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when our guest Chad Honer describes the unusual way he sold his last car. And then one day I went to get up and I was going to run some errands. I'm like, hey, where's my uh, where's my truck? I turned to one of my roommates and I go, Rob, so my truck was there. Was it there when you got home? Oh, I'll bet you got towed by the city. You can call them and ask. So I called the city up. I'm like, hey, so here's my plate. They go, oh yeah, we took you in. You're over on, uh, you're at the lot over on Lincoln. It seems a little far away, but okay. They could have just taken it to the stadium. There you go. Parking lot there, but they whatever. Could, they could have. Right, but they then used car to... sale. <laughs> they sold my car. <laughs> right. It's the blowout event at the stadium. <laughs> Every time. Chad's car, right. half price. No, <laughs>